You are listening to Biz Secrets Exposed, presented by Fusion Biz Co., where we lift the veil and ask changemaker entrepreneurs to share their gritty stories of challenge, what it really took to get to the top, the sacrifices they made, the hacks they've discovered, and the triumph that came from all of it. Here's your host, Ashley Makovich. Hello, beautiful MG. Welcome to Biz Secrets Exposed. Woohoo, thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, now for those of you who don't know Em, and many of you do because Em is such a vibrant character in our Fusion community and we love you for that. Uh, em actually brought Fusion down to your area in Albany, didn't you? So you exposed a few of the women down there to Fusion and I and I thank you so much for that. And even a couple of them travelled to Perth recently for yes. this bounce back yep. party, which was really cool. They did, yeah, which was incredible to have them there. Yes. Okay, Em, I'm going to do a formal intro for you. So in five years as a solopreneur, you've become a best-selling author. Yeah, you have. An international business and mindset coach to women all over the world. Your unwavering belief in all women to shine as leaders in their own fields has led you to teach unstoppability as a quality already there to be unleashed from within every single business owner you work with. As a mum of two young girls, same, you pride yeah. yourself on being transparent, authentic and true to your values, all while scaling your business in ways not everyone expects. Thinking outside the box is your style, paving the way for others to do the same and get equally unstoppable results. Um, welcome. <laughs> is there Thank anything you. that I missed from that intro? I don't think so. I mean, I wrote it, so... <laughs> <laughs> So good. She has a sense of humor too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. You've got to have a sense of humor. And I love that the description was I'm a, I'm a vibrant personality and that is a great way to put it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you really are. Yeah. Your whole branding speaks to that as well. You've got your beautiful book in the back there. I do, um, yes. Yeah. And, and like, honestly, you just came in like a force to fusion in my life and I'm so grateful, you, you know, like you just bring so much like character and I really um, love that you're part of our community. So thank you. Thank but, you. I love being part of the fusion community and you know that because I scream it from the rooftops <laughs> you do you do I love it um so this podcast is called biz secrets exposed yeah do you have a juicy secret that you can share with us do you know it's interesting I read this question and I thought to myself I share so much already right like I'm very transparent and I share so many things so I was going what have I not shared that I could share today because I've pretty much shared everything but there is something there is something that I haven't shared so this is the first place I'm sharing it the only people that really know this are my VA my husband um, and probably the people in the unstoppable so my very intimate group coaching container okay. so there is a bit of juice behind this you will have seen if you follow me that in January I had a $101,000 launch which was absolutely incredible. Um, yes. And the secret behind that, though, is that it wasn't actually 101,000 when the cart closed. Yeah. It was what I thought it was, was 92,000, right? And so I was happy with that anyway. Like, totally. I'm not freaking complaining. I was very happy with that. 
However, the cart closed and I was like, oh my God, I'm so close to that six figures. Right? The bigger launch everyone goes for, yeah. Yeah, exactly, right. I'm so close, but I'd been in launch mode for two weeks and I was like, I'm I'm dead. Like I'm, I'm done, it's fine, I'm leaving it. However, I then had someone message me two days later and say, oh, I think I might've missed out. I should have decided, but I really want to jump in. Now, I generally have a rule where I'm like, no, like the cart's closed, we're done. But because I was so close, I was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll have a chat with you. Let's see if it's a good fit. And it was an incredible fit. Really glad I let her in. Um, she's been in the group now for seven months and, you know, loving it. So I let her through. And then when I was finalizing everything, that made it up to 98,000, right? And I was like, look, that's so close. Like someone will probably want like the upgrade to a VIP and then that'll t- tap it over. But I went and did my final calculations to do a launch debrief mm-hmm. and realized that I had already made 100000 because I was adding it up using a calculator after each sale. Yeah. And I must have at some point missed a number somewhere in my calculations because all I like was manual. And this is, you will have seen recently, like numbers are not my forte, <laughs> budgeting and all that kind of things. That's not my genius zone. My genius zone is thinking like big and being unstoppable and all of that. But I had been adding it up like one at a time and clearly hadn't added it up correctly. So I'd already made $101,000 and I didn't know. And then I was kind of like, oh, I'm already there. That's amazing. Did you set a goal to have a six-figure launch? And so, and then like it materialized, like almost, you know, like you you thought you hadn't reached it, but you had yeah and it was almost like a letdown for a moment I was like I missed the moment that it actually came through like (laughs) I didn't even realize it already made it but you know obviously I've still celebrated it and I've again screamed that from the rooftops but yeah it's something that I I went for I actively wanted a six-figure launch however I always make big goals and I don't always get there so if I was to only get to 92 and I want to even erase the word only from that sentence, I still would have been very happy with that result, even though I didn't achieve my goal. And if you're listening to the podcast, I'm putting that in inverted commas Mm. because I don't see not achieving a goal as failure. And that's, that's part of being unstoppable. Yes. I love it. And so before we get into your story, I do, because you brought up the launch, I do want to ask you, your launch was insane like you showed up like I've never seen anybody show up before can you share with us the mindset that you had to hold behind that and what it was like because you know like yes you had people signing up but I know the launch is like you know you're up and down in mindset all the time can you share with us what it was like for you uh can I swear on this podcast (laughs) sure It was a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe what you see on Instagram is not the roller coaster, but behind the scenes definitely is. You know, there is a lot that goes into it. The mindset behind it is knowing beforehand that you are going to be putting a lot of energy into it and preparing yourself for that. If you don't prepare yourself for that, you'll fall in a heap. The other thing that I did was I made sure I had something booked pretty much straight afterwards. I had a four-day silent retreat. So you can imagine going from launch mode, which for me is like, woo, and it's going to be like that next month too, 
to a silent retreat. It was like this massive high to this massive, okay, just calm down, which is what I know I needed, even though it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just preparation and having things like making sure my meals were all prepped, making sure that my husband knew in that week, like, you're not going to see me, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and having childcare sorted and all of that kind of thing, create a lot of space for it. Yeah. And the other thing is to, was to make sure I look after my sleep. Like I know I've spoken to you personally and I speak quite publicly about mental health issues that I've had and sleep is the first thing that goes for me yeah. when I am struggling. So I knew in that mode, it was like, okay, I need to make sure I'm getting quality sleep. So what do I need to do to ensure that? Yes. Okay. Awesome. I love that. Thank you for that insight because I think people look in and say, wow, she's like, her mindset is just always up. But I know that, that like, you know, not everyone is always up. We're all human. <laughs> all right. So Em, take us back to the beginning then. Take us back to when you first started your business and that transition. So the beginning of my first business was when I wanted to leave teaching. I was a primary school teacher and I felt pregnant and thought that was a great opportunity for me to use my paid maternity leave from the Department of Education and from the government. It was, you got, I'm pretty sure you can still double dip now if you've got a government job, which was brilliant at the time. So it gave me space, time and income to start my own business. And I started a, a personal training business. I studied my PT qualification super fast so that I could make that happen. And I was living in Esperance at the time and started up my own personal training business there and that went really well and I absolutely loved what I was doing <clears throat> excuse me but I found through that process that when people were coming to do exercise what they really wanted was an internal transformation mm. and so I knew that I needed to incorporate mindset into the work that I was doing and I and I started doing it like we were doing six-week challenges and I started you know having a different mindset strategy each week which was literally just from my own experience like if you, if you read my book um you know that you'll learn that I have went through a lot of mental health um, issues and a lot of trauma that then led me to need strategies so I was just using those strategies right but I knew that I needed something deeper and a better understanding so I looked into NLP neuro-linguistic programming yeah. uh, and ended up studying with Paul from Evolve and Relaunch which I know You've also studied with Evolve and Relaunch as well. Yeah. Uh, and it was a game changer for me, first and foremost. I went to that training thinking I was doing it for my clients. And I came out of it with my own insane personal transformation. I've got goosebumps just thinking about it. Um, and my heater is blaring. So it shouldn't be, I shouldn't <laughs> have goosebumps right now. And that was a game changer. And I, I committed then to do a lot of work on mindset. When we moved to Albany from Esperance, we're not moving again, by the way. Everyone's like, God, she's moved all over the place. Yeah, we have. Uh, when we moved to Albany, I did not want to restart my personal training business. It just felt like a drag. And that's one thing I know for myself. If something doesn't feel good, if it feels like a drag, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. So I didn't. I committed fully to the mindset coaching uh, and that became successful. So I was mindset coaching and already doing that online pre-COVID because I live in a rural Western Australian community. If I wanted to actually grow my business, I already needed to be online. Yeah. And then because that became successful, I, I made my first five-figure month in March 2020. And, and I shared that because I share everything. And people were coming to me and saying, 
you know, how did you get to that point with your mindset coaching business? So that then led into me coaching a lot of other coaches, which I loved. And then there was a point, and I believe you were there at the point that I made the decision. It was when Juliet Lever was in um, was in Perth. Yes. And for the Fusion event. And yes. we were sitting there talking about, you know, at the, at the Fusion roundtable uh, process and, you know, what's the struggle? I'm like, oh, I'm trying to decide whether I fully commit to business and mindset coaching because that's pretty much where everything's leading me and I'm loving it. But then I've got to let go of a whole lot of other things that are just mindset coaching. Like I had a membership that was thriving, but it was definitely not business and mindset coaching. It was, it was personal development, you know? Yeah. Different um, um, clientele. different type Yeah. It was yeah. very much a different audience. And I made that decision, ripped the bandaid off and, and committed. And that was midway through must've been, yeah, almost a year ago now. Yeah. Um, and that's been my sole focus for about 12 months. Yeah, amazing. I've loved seeing your um, transformation. And we, we were actually making a change at the similar time, remember? I remember sitting mm. at that round table and talking about the change I was yes. about to make with Fusion, making it um, a subscription based to one of joining fee. And I think yep. there was a lot of changes happening around that time with a lot of businesses. We'd been in COVID for a year or two, a year, I think. <laughs> I don't even know. Lost <laughs> count by now. Everyone was thinking, how can we do things better? How can we pivot? How can we, yeah. And so like, I think it really aligned a lot of people to their their life's purpose as well. And look at you now, like 101K launch, incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, amazing. And so, um, all right, well, this, I love um, asking people about their breakdown moment or, or a rock bottom moment because it really shows people listening and watching that um, the people that we idolize, like you, Em, you still go through tough times and that, that we can come out of these tough times as well. So can you share with us one of your rock bottom moments today? Mm -hmm. Take us to that time. So I've probably got quite a lot of um, rock bottom moments. I And I share them quite a lot through socials. So go over and follow me, the real MG um, on socials and you'll see that. But the one I want to share today is one that, I've shared a few times before, but it's a big one. And I think it's really relative to what a lot of particularly online service-based entrepreneurs go through when they very first go online. And that's my first online course that totally flopped. So I created an online course in late 2017. And well, I was actually creating it for six months. It spent six months creating this online course that was about fitness mindset for mums. And it was six modules. I went through like a full training process with um, Grace Lieber in order to like get myself to the point where I could create it. However, I missed a really, I missed quite a few crucial steps and I'm a manifesting generator. So manifesting generators are good at missing steps. Like we're like, I just want to get to the outcome. And, but, but I jumped to the outcome and I missed a few steps. The steps I missed were I didn't do enough one-to-one -one fitness mindset coaching. I had done some PT. I had done some mindset, but I hadn't done them combined. And then I tried to create a course out of something that I'd never done one-to-one. -one. The second thing that I totally didn't even consider, actually, no, maybe I did consider, but I didn't do out of fear, uh, was a proper launch process. I didn't go through a proper launch process. Now, I, I just put this course out there. I spent six months creating it. I put it out there and no one bought it. Uh -huh. Now, when I say I put it out there, I put one post up on Facebook. 
there was no Instagram wasn't my thing at the time I was focusing on growing my Facebook uh, and I sent an email out to my email list which was about 150 people at the time one email one post no one bought it so I was like no one wants my course nah. didn't yeah. do any kind of lead up hype excitement nothing just I think we're all guilty of that yeah so it didn't sell to anyone yeah. and then I was like right I'm not giving up so I went and contacted someone who was an influencer at the time who had an audience similar to what mine was and I sent her an email and I said look I'd like to give you access for free and then you know if you like it obviously share it with your audience she said sure I gave her access two weeks later she emails me saying I'm not going to complete this course these are the reasons why I don't like it and I won't be sharing it with my audience oh wow Oh, am oh in that moment it was horrible like she was gave constructive feedback she was not she wasn't horrible about it yeah, you know okay, okay and I absolutely respect her for going this doesn't feel right for me I'm not going to share it because yeah. as someone who's an influencer I would love to know that you only share what you actually vibe with yeah but she was right she was absolutely right I spent about 48 hours crying <laughs> and we've all been there too <laughs> yep and then I pulled myself out of it and I know I think that's an expression you're going to ask is like how do you how do you pull yourself out of that yeah. and I think the the reason that I was able to pull myself out of that is because I knew what my ultimate vision was what my ultimate why was and that I could still learn like mm -hmm. you can still learn from everything and, and there was an opportunity she gave me an opportunity to learn yeah. and so I changed the course I did it in a different way. I set it up so that I actually did like one-to-one -one as a beta round and then I relaunched it mm -hmm. and it did a lot better. I can't remember what the figures were. And to be honest, the course was so underpriced, like, but you know, it, it was what it was at the time and it then became more successful. And interestingly, some of the clients that I had back then are still clients now. They've, mm -hmm. you know, kind of moved with me in the work that I do. And then are so many women starting up their own businesses yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was that was definitely one of the main rock bottoms in my business. I love that you shared that because we all get feedback, and you know, we and it's just the way that you take it means the whole world, and that's an, a mindset thing as well. Like, yes, you can cry for that forty eight hours, but how do you pick yourself back up, and and how do you try to reframe that in your mind into, for it to be a positive, and how do you incorporate that feedback? But we also need to remember that you know it. Sometimes if you're just getting one person's feedback, it's not the be all and end all too. So like, and are they your exact ideal client, you know? So um, I think that like, and the fact that you're, you're on purpose, like you're literally, your business is your purpose. I think that would be a real test to see, is this really what I want to do? Because if it wasn't, yes. you would have just given up right then. But yeah. I think obviously it is your purpose so you just keep on pushing through and eventually as time passes the pain gets a little worse from that feedback and then you realize it was actually a gift like you said yeah yeah, yeah I'm reading a book at the moment called the gap in the gain mm -hmm. and it's all about focusing on the gain always rather yeah. than the gap however I do think you know you do need to throw yourself a pity party sometimes like I needed to cry for those 48 hours because I was mourning the loss of six months of work yes <laughs> Exactly. But then after having that cry, I was able to recognize how much I had learned yeah. in that six months, even though, you know, it didn't work out as the best course. It didn't make any sales. I now know so much about making online courses. And that was from 2017. And now in 2022, five years later, people are going, 
oh, I really want to make an online course. And I'm like, I've got five years experience in that. Even though yes. my first one was a total flop, I learned so much from it. Yes, and what a story to share with people as well, especially if they're coming to you from a failed launch. They're like, yes. this is the person that can help me. And that's maybe part of the reason why that had to happen for you as well. 100%. And now yeah. I'm the launch queen. You are. <laughs> well, considering you're the launch queen, let's dive into that now. Could you okay. share some of your tips? If people watching or listening and they have had a failed launch, they've only done one post or one email, which, you know, like we are all guilty of that. But there, there's a law that says someone needs to see something seven times before they even recognize mm -hmm. it might be for them. So, yeah. but I think that's even more now that the online world's getting so noisy. So can you share with us some of your launch tips? Okay, so the first thing I want to say is I have a resource for this. I have two resources for this that are completely free. So I'd actually go and check those out if you go to my website, which is on my company name, bethinkdocoaching.com. Uh, go there because I've got a launch checklist. So that I know like you can listen to my voice and you can go, oh yeah, that's interesting, that's interesting. But I literally go through the three phases of a launch and have a checklist of all the things you can tick off, literally pulling every single lever. I think the overall, if we think about it overall, there's three parts, not phases, three parts to a launch that are super important and super important for any kind of planning. So whether you are in a launch type business or not, these three parts of planning are really important. Now, most people think it's just strategy and mindset, right? We need good strategy and we need good mindset. There's actually a third part and it's space. Mm -hmm. Space for nothing, which creates magic. Now, I'm not talking about pulling a rabbit out of a hat magic. <laughs> I'm talking about magic that you can't even perceive if you fill all of your time with just strategy and mindset. So have a plan. Yes, have a launch plan, have a business plan, have a quarterly plan. Absolutely, because that's your strategy. But then you also need, you know, what mindset do I need in order to create that energy in order to make that happen? And the space component is literally scheduling in time in your calendar, in your life for nothing. And there's a few areas that are really important for that. So the first one is social media. Like this week, for example, after having a massive extroverted week last week in Perth, I'm switching my phone off at 7 p.m. every night this week. I can't tell you how many times I have picked up a turned off phone mm -hmm. <laughs> because you just so automatically go to pick it up, right? Yes. And I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, no, it's off. That's right. I'm not doing that tonight. But I haven't missed anything. It's been fine. You messaged me at quarter past seven last night. <laughs> My phone was off, right? And it was yeah. okay. It didn't yeah. matter. The world didn't end. So Absolutely. create space because that is so important for your energy. You know, we talked about how do people get through the energy of a launch, the lulls, the emotional things. Mm -hmm. That space component is the key. If you fill all of your space with mindset activities, you're still filling your space, mm. right? And, and if, you're, if you're checking your emails every five seconds and you're checking your socials every five seconds, that's really not good for your mental health as well because then it's it, not. social media is a highlight reel and you're seeing how well everyone else is doing and then it's like... <laughs> and you know what? The most creative ideas come into our head when we have space. Mm. Everyone talks about the shower or driving, right? And what is it about the shower and driving that gives us space? We can't go on our fucking phones, so true, so <laughs> right? And so all of these ideas drop in because we've got nothing to do but think. Mm -hmm. And when we're just with our thoughts, creative ideas drop in and it's incredible. Yeah. So that is honestly the key to not only launching, but 
any kind of business plan that you create for yourself, which I'm going to shoot all over everyone. You should have some kind of plan for something, right? I'm not a natural planner, but I know that if I do an hour of planning, it saves me 10 hours of stressing. So I do it. So yeah, the missing component of that planning strategy for most people is the space for nothing, which is so uncomfortable. So if you think I can't do that, trust me, I know, like I am the queen of doing, I don't, (laughs) I struggle so much and that is why I know how important it is. Well, your thing is literally unstoppable, which mm-hmm. <laughs> and like to have space. You have to stop, stop to <laughs> yeah. be unstoppable as well. Yeah. And I talk about this with the unstoppables. It's not just about go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. What it takes to be unstoppable is also knowing sometimes you've got to stop. Yeah. 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 I love that. I've actually never heard that in an interview before. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I'm just thinking now, like you said, after your launch, you went into that four day silent retreat. How was that for all the great creative ideas dropping in? <laughs> well, um, it was, I, none of the creative ideas dropped in in those four days. Unfortunately, we, yeah, I dropped into an even deeper space of like everything in my life. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't this, I didn't think about business at all. It was crazy. Maybe Those you four days burnt out from the, the launch. Yeah. I just, I had no, and also because the launch had gone so well, it wasn't like in my head, I was thinking, oh, what do I need to do next? It was like, I'm, I'm done. Like I, even if I made nothing else for the year, I'm fine. So I just, so it allowed me to think about other things. Mm. Um, but yeah, I remember at the end of it, because Heidi and I caught up after, because I went on this with Heidi Anderson, of course, the two people that like to talk the most in the world. Yes. And then afterwards we got a coffee <laughs> and um, it was it was really weird. I said, well, I, was, I didn't think about business at all. What the heck? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, I, Heidi told me she went on a silent retreat. I didn't realize it was with you actually. How funny. Um, we were sharing a room. <laughs> it was really hard tell to Tell me the talk. truth. Did you talk? No, we didn't talk. Oh, we wow, never that's talked. amazing. Okay, um, so let's switch gears a little bit. Take us to one of the biggest wins that you've had in business today. Take us to that moment. Okay. Well, I mean, I've, kind of, I've, ta- I've talked about it so much already, but it is still the biggest win. January 2022, when I had that six-figure launch, there was so much that happened in that month um, that was just like the most insane month of wins. I had just launched my book, which hit number one on Amazon within 16 hours. Wow. So that was huge. And then, and then, yeah, that launch following up. So that whole month. And on top of that, it was the school holidays. And I was literally going to the beach every single day that mm. month because it was beautiful weather down here. And so I had that sense of I can have this balance, yeah. you know, and for me, that is such a big win. And I know like it's the same, it's the same for most people, right? We kind of, we didn't go into business to burn ourselves out. We went into business to create balance, but often in the early days, it's like, impossible because you're just hustling and working hard but I've got to that point in my business where I really feel like I can do that like yeah launch a best-selling book have a six-figure launch and go to the beach every day in the same month like (laughs) if that's not a win that is (laughs) I don't know what is incredible it's the polarity of it right like you work hard and you play hard and I think if you find the times where you can do things that light you up like go to the beach that is going to actually make your business boom even more. Because if you are in that, if you're in those high vibe emotional states, you're going to attract things more easily to you. So I love that you've shared that. Thank you. All right. Uh, So you've shared so many tips with us already, but do you have any other business or mindset or launch tips that you can share with our listeners that can take away and implement in their businesses 
today and see results? Um, I think the only other thing that I had down to share was really something we have kind of touched on, but the key component to being unstoppable in business is trial and error and failing forwards. Like if you know that it doesn't matter if you actually get the result now, but you just keep going until you get the result and you keep failing forward. So failing forward means you fail and you go and keep going anyway. That is what being unstoppable in business means. I was chatting to a woman in business in Perth, um, obviously in the week that I was in Perth last week. And one of the things she shared with me about how she's been growing and expanding her business is she's like, I tried this location and then I tried that location. She's putting her business in different locations. That didn't work. So we tried here that, and it was literally just like, that didn't work. So we tried here. Yeah, you know, didn't make any meaning out of it. It didn't work exactly. It didn't work. So I, you know, just thought people just don't want this. No, try a different location. So she's just gone out and tried all these locations. Now she's got three locations across Perth. And I said to her, I was like, I just want you to stop there and realize that is exactly what being unstoppable in business is because you've just gone trial and error, trial and error. That didn't work. Let's move on. Let's try the next spot. You know, it's all an experiment. Mm -hmm. And if you talk to any successful woman in business, the failures, although they might not even see them as failures. So it's sometimes hard to grasp if someone has really good mindset, they might not even have seen it as a failure. They'll be like, oh, there's not been that many. I suppose there's been a a few Mm -hmm. because they're just like, okay, that didn't work. Let's move on. Yeah. You know, and that was why I stopped this this woman and, and pointed it out to her. I was like, I don't know, I don't know if you realize how powerful that is. And that is going to lead to so much success for you and your business because you are literally just failing forward. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess that that is one of the things that I see so much in successful businesswomen and men, obviously. Um, just in su- success in business is that matter of seeing everything as an experiment and not having that emotional attachment to the outcome. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> um a couple things just on that. So I think that the scariest thing for people when they fail or, or they, they perceive, well, you know, if something doesn't go to plan is that people are going to see and judge them for that. Can you give any practical tips on people that that's the reason that's stopping them from trying? Like, cause that, like, that's a scary, as humans, you know, we want to be accepted and loved and think we're all doing amazing, but like, can you share like some practical tips to get past that? So the first thing is, and it's the first thing is the hardest thing. <laughs> it's learning to accept and love yourself mm-hmm. before worrying about what other people think. What other people think. When we are thinking about what other people are thinking, it's a direct reflection of what we still need to heal within ourselves. And, and that's so, exactly what NLP teaches, right? Like that's the biggest yeah. takeaway I got. Whatever is people are judging you for, they're actually judging themselves for. Yes. So if someone is judging you, then it's actually got nothing to do with you. It's got to do with them. If you perceive that they're judging you, then that's something internal going on for you. I've got a whole chapter on this in my book, by the way, Mm. (laughs) Um, about reframes around judgment, because I mean, we're human. We all want to be loved and liked and accepted and part of a community, which is why, you know, everyone wants to be in fusion because we want to be a part of a community. That's so important. But when it gets to a point that it's stopping you from taking action because you're worried about what other people might think, that's when it's time to take your own responsibility for, you know, what do I need to say to myself? Yeah. What thoughts do I need to think in order to feel differently? Uh, what feelings do I want to feel? And sometimes people go, oh, but I can't feel confident, for example. Instead of confidence, try on courageous. 
because every single business owner is courageous. Like just starting a business is freaking courageous, right? Yes. So if you don't feel confident, try on courageous. Mm. Um, and I say try on, it's like trying on an outfit. Like does courageous feel good for me? Maybe not. Does focused feel good? Like I can be focused. I can do that mm. and, and try that on instead. And does that then help you take the action? Mm. So I guess those are two more tangible things is think about like what thoughts, what dialogue do you need to say to yourself and what emotions do you need to try on to take action? Yes, I love that. And it's almost invoking like the version 2.0 of you. So what's the version 2.0 of you that actually has what you desire? What would they think? Like what would the CEO think, you know, like, or even, you know, if you can't think that you would be like that, think about someone else that you admire and like, okay, what would they think about this situation? And just try that on for size and it really will make a massive impact in in your life, right? Yeah, Um, Yeah, in every area of your life. Love it. Um, you have given so much gold in this interview. Thank you. Uh, first, what I want to do is, uh, can you please share how people could work with you now and where they can get your book and where they can follow you? And then I'm, we're going to jump into the quick fire round. Awesome. Okay. So um, you can find me on Instagram at the real underscore MG, uh, M-G-E-M-E. G-E-E. I've noticed that some people are looking just like capital M, capital G. I'm like, oh, okay. But I also noticed in the email that went out this morning, um, Katie wrote OMG. And I was like, I hope when everyone reads that, they think of me. I so do. Like, Every time I think of you. <laughs> good. It's working. So uh, that's my Instagram. I have got a launch coming up. So if you want to see how I launch, go and follow me on Instagram. You'll see it. You will not miss it. Um, and the Unstoppables group coaching program is launching in September. So September the 9th is when it opens to the public. There's only going to be 27 spots. So actually September the 9th is when it opens to the wait list and then it will open on the 11th to the public if there's any spots left. So if you're interested in business and mindset coaching, then please go check that out and go on the wait list. And my book you can find on either my website, bethinkdocoaching.com, or you can find it on Amazon. Um, I highly recommend getting it from amazon.com.au, not .com, because otherwise you pay an astronomical amount in shipping, because they actually print it in Australia. So yeah, worth going through there. And yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. All right, quick fire round. M, what's your top mindset hack that keeps you on top of your game? Okay, um, if you are stuck in analysis by paralysis or palette paralysis, I'll get, always get them around the wrong way. Now I'm like, quick fire. Oh my God, I've got to talk fast. <sighs> okay, four <laughs> questions. No, that's three, four questions, four questions. The first one, what's the worst that can happen? The second one, what can I do to prevent the worst from happening? The third one, what can I do if the worst happens? I know you recognize these because you learned them when you did NLP, but I add on another one, fourth one, what's the best that can happen? Because often when you go through those four questions, you realize, well, first of all, the worst that can happen is not that bad. And how can I not do it if that's the best that can happen? And then you just go and do it. Oh, beautiful. I knew you would have something really practical from a mindset coach. I say it every week in The Unstoppable. Someone will come and be like, I'm stuck on this. I'm like, those four questions, done. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Your go-to self-care when you feel burnout creeping in? Creating space. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And how do you do that with two kids in the in the house? Lock the door. <laughs> um, your best piece of advice for business owners having a tough day? Add the words and that's okay to the end of all of your thoughts. So I'm not having a great day and that's okay. I didn't get that social media post done and that's okay. 
and then we cut out and that's okay and that's okay yeah Uh, anyway uh so if you are listening watching please share a key takeaway and tag um mg on instagram that would be amazing if you're listening on the potty make sure you subscribe so you can keep hearing these amazing interviews and thank you so much em for joining us today appreciate you you. so much for having me i appreciate you i appreciate you and fusion so much and i really love this group so yeah please do say hey let us know what you took away from this even if it was just a laugh from us figuring out what the hell was going on with technology 